Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. podcast from the International Motorsports Association and Radio Show Limited. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich on IMSA Radio. Picture perfect at Daytona International Speedway for the first competitive running for the Edermitsu Master MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Ties in 2023. John Hindhoff and Shay Adam back in the booth reprising the last couple of seasons. We're just off the beach at Daytona and the International Speedway is three and a half miles and 12 corners. Obviously, we all know about the four turns of the speedway. There are nuances on the infield. Turn one, very tricky. Down through the transition into the left-hander, leads straight into turns two and three. Then the International Horseshoe, the kink, the West Horseshoe. Quite important to get the pace out of that towards turn six, which takes you back onto the speedway. Drafting possibility, get in the slipstream to the Le Mans chicane, out of the Le Mans chicane, you've got to nail those curves through Speedway 3 and 4 onto the trioval, and then everyone will spread out again down towards Turn 1. It has been tremendously entertaining through the last couple of seasons. A few changes, a lot of similarities. We think 29 of the 30 cars that we were expecting as they roll off behind the Mazda MX-5 safety car. Shea Adam from IMSA Radio and Radio Le Mans up in the booth with us again. We've seen great action in the test and qualifying sessions, Shea, coming into this race. Some drivers changing teams, some new drivers and some returning drivers. Lots to talk about. We've got a couple of former series champions back in the series once again. We've got runners-up in the championship back to try and claim the grand prize of $250,000. And the action kicked off in anger yesterday afternoon, but today in qualifying was when we claimed our first victim. Grant West had a brake issue. He collected Zane. Unfortunately, Zane Hodgson in the number four is the last car in the safety car line. We will not see Grant West. He's not making his debut yet this weekend. Still going to have the rookie stripes on the car when we see him back at St. Pete. And this is the first time that there is prize money at the end of a race instead of the end of a season. Yep, there is a nice chunk of cash waiting for the driver who comes across and sees the checkered flag first, of which it could be any of the 29 that are out there on the track. It is six thousand dollars for first place in each of the races this year five for second four for third three for fourth two for fifth and one for sixth through tenth so everybody in the top 10 walking away with a little bit of dinner money tonight john the mazda starting grid sees connor zillich on pole position for hicks and motorsports Jean Jodouin for McCombie McAleer racing on the outside of the front row. Max Apalski, Copeland Motorsport. Uh, and then in fourth position, Ethan Tyler. James Hayosh and Aaron Johnson next up. Aaron moving to JTR. Jared Thomas, his team leader and team owner, uh, is in position seven with Sam Paley in position number eight. In 
in P9, it's Celine Roland with a new colour scheme. Glenn McGee in the position 10. You'll notice that these are all names we've mentioned over the last couple of seasons, as is Gresham Wagner. Anthony McIntosh doing double duty this weekend with Jared Thomas. They're racing in the pilot challenge as well. And then it's Bruno Smolevsky, Nate Cicero, a couple of rookies together there. Nate Cicero, the uh, recipient of uh, one of the scholarships uh, through the close season. Thomas Annunziata, uh, see above comments. He's alongside Herman Palermo. Alex Petura, well, we know Alex doesn't qualify well, but my, does he race well. Jeremy Fletcher is another one of the rookies. Uh, and after that, it's Tyler Gonzalez. Heather Hadley is another scholarship recipient and a great qualifying for her. She'll want to make her way up into the top 10. Zane Hodgson is not uh, on that part of the grid. He's dropped to the back of the field because of the damage that he sustained. Jonathan Nodelf, Peter Atwalker. Welcome back, Peter, to the championship. Matthew Dirks in the khaki green cart. Bryce Cornet, Woody Hyman, Hannah Zellers, Steve Clemens is the final rookie. Robert Neuecker running his own team. Grant West not making the starts. That's how they line up. So, we have race control looking very carefully at any bump drafting or extended contact on the high banks as the Mazda MX-5 safety car goes to the pit lane. 45 minutes on the clock. If you're sitting down, shuffle to the edge of your seat because that's all you're going to need. Take a deep breath now because it may be the last time you get to have one. Here we go for season 2023. Intimate 2 Master MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodridge Tyres. Money to be awarded at the end of this one. One, two, three, four wide as Conor Zilic does exactly what he needs to do. Unbelievable scrap in the midfield with two rows of four going through turn one in the evening sunshine at Daytona International Speedway and everyone has survived the first couple of corners in this glorious golden light Zilic away from the front of the field John Jordan I think just holding on to second place lots of dust being thrown up at the edge of the International Horseshoe and that I Ooh, that was, I think, was was that Stephen Clemens going wide, or was it Matthew I, Dirks? It might have been Matthew Dirks, actually. I think it was Woody Hyman, actually, oh, right, who okay. was hung out to dry. New livery for Woody. We are going to have to get used to that. He warned me of that yesterday, John. But I'm amazed. We had two rows of five wide, and nobody contacted one another. That has to be a first. We said it was going to be exciting at the end of the race. I forgot to tell you that that excitement starts from the moment the green flag <laughs> goes into the air. The clock started as they went across the line for the first time. Open top cars, two litre, normally aspirated, four cylinder engines, around about 180 horsepower. The cars are built just down the road by the Fliss brothers. Here comes Jared Thomas in the Matt Red car. Defending series champion, let's not forget. And no driver has won this championship twice, let alone being able to defend and take it two times in a row. Jared Thomas is absolutely gunning for that this time around. Max Opalski it was who came through the pack in the second place and he's right on the rear bumper of the leader now. So that is the Hickson 72 from the Copeland Motorsport number two and 
Jared Thomas, who started in seventh place, already up to third for JTR, that distinctive car with the yellow rule hoop. The story about the yellow rule hoop, it's, I, I don't think it's the same car now, but the original car that Jared raced was the prize in the Lemons of Love sweepstakes. And they bought it from the person who won the car. It had a yellow rule hoop because of its prize status in that Lemons of Love sweepstake and they decided to leave that and paint the rest of the car a colour that matched. That's how they got the red and yellow colour. Jared Thomas, Jared Thomas' dad here this weekend and what an influence he's been on his son. They started running the cars together. They have eight cars under their awning this weekend. Top three, as we've often seen, breaking away with uh, James Heosh and Celine Roland leading the charge. The interesting thing about that last lap, John, it's the first time in quite some time that uh, Jared Thomas has not been leading a lap yep. of the Itamitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup racing at Daytona International Speedway as Jonathan Newdorf has a moment there going off at turn one. But for Jared Thomas, last year, he won the second race here at Daytona and led the most laps. Now, there's bonus points for each of those. Winning a race, of course, gets you the most amount of points. But if you get pole position, if you get the fastest lap, and if you lead the most lap, there are 10 points for each of those. Jared Thomas right with the leader now. 72 is Connor Zilic, our pole sitter. Just put in the fastest first sector of the race. They fan out four wide into the Le Mans chicane. Somebody's going to go over that white Le Mans paint. You just know <laughs> that they are. This is exactly what we're expecting. When this series came back to IMSA a couple of seasons ago, they debuted here and we had an extraordinary race and an eight-wide finish. And now we've got two rows, two wide, double wide, three back. This is outstanding stuff by all of these drivers. They learn so much about close quarters racing. Is down on the inside. Aaron Johnson in that matte blue car is being pushed towards the lead. That's Celine Roland. He's on his own and he's going to be absolutely eaten up into turn one. The blue car around the outside is Aaron Johnson. There's a little touch. It was Ooh. Sam Peely who was pushing Aaron Johnson in the now red number 28. Eustace used to seeing Sam last year in a black car. And before that, a blue one. Yep. He's got a tradition of mixing up the colors, does Sam Paley at McCombe-McLear Racing. As down the, the inside. Oh, that was Gresham Wagner getting sideways in the black, yellow, black, orange and green car, but he got help there in the International Horseshoe, and he's been urged along by James Hiyoshi, who's the uh, hit, James Hiyoshi, who's the best of the rookies at the moment in the number 51 car. Who was it's it Tyler who hit Gonzalez. Wagner? Uh, that was... Was it Sam Paley? It was yep. Sam Paley. Oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah, Sam Paley. Who had Ethan Tyler up the inside of him, in fairness. I mean, it's not like Sam had a ton of room to go. I would not want to be in race control for this because there is a lot of, there is a lot of contact. It's incidental contract, contact. It's, it's, I would say, hardly ever intentional it just happens that when people get stacked up, it's pack racing, and that's what ha what's happened. A little bit of bump drafting from Jared Thomas. They were coming off the high banks. I think that'll be okay, and it wasn't prolonged contact. That's what race control are looking for. And look at Max Apalski in third. Aaron Johnson, by the way, has just done the fastest first sector of anybody as he's trying to chase back oh. to Celine Roland and get back to this trio. 
That was a wild moment for Jared Thomas as the rear end completely broke traction coming through the Le Mans chicane, and he managed to gather it all up, but now Max Sapowski's there too, and it's three cars going for the lead. Jared Thomas wants the lead because he wants the 10 bonus points for most laps led. He is doing a full season. As we heard from Connor Zelich on our preview show, John, he's only here for four rounds this year, meaning that he doesn't need all the points. He would only be taking them away from competition to Hickson Motorsports. It's interesting, isn't it, that just how this series has developed over even just the last three years that going into this third year back with IMSA, we've talked about it being no longer a stepping stone and being a destination series. Jared Thomas has used it as a springboard to extend JTR from literally a one-car Mazda MX-5 team with his dad towing a trailer and him prepping the cars. Jared is a handy engineer in his own right. Now they're running eight cars. He's also used uh, some of the championship winning money that he got last year, $250,000 if you don't mind, uh, to get involved in the pilot challenge, which is effectively the next step up if you want to move up from this. And his avowed intent is to have a ladder system to bring people through if they want to go further than Mazda MX-5 and the Edomitsu series to take them all the way to the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. Lofty aims, but only made possible by the prize fund that Mazda have put into this race series. More bump drafting, and this time it's the number 24, Aaron Johnson, who's... Now, is he getting the effect there? Is he getting helped, or was it hindered by Celine Roland? Well, I was just looking at the timing of the three of them. Gresham Wagner massively off course coming out of the Western Horseshoe and almost into John Joe Duane as a result of trying to regain his line. But you look at the leading trio, they're all together. The second trio, John Salm, Roland, and Gonzalez, three very potent guys when it comes to racing in this series. And then there's another one behind that. Sam Pearley, Gresham Wagner, Jordan. Uh, Smelevsky, Bruno Smelevsky, one of the yep. rookies. He's the best rookie now, actually. He's fought his way through to the top end. James Hayosh has dropped back, actually, considerably down into 17th position. Leaders coming back around again. The headlights starting to be more obvious here as the sun has dropped behind turn one. Celine has pulled light. out. Celine Roland pulled out as they came across nice. the trioval, across the start finish line. He's looking to try and pass John Somm. Does he have enough momentum to get it done, though? That's the big name of the game in this series. And he's lost out to Tyler Gonzalez in the 51 car. Sam Paley in the red number 28 right there as well. This is, this is the real issue for those not right at the very front. You're trying to get forward. You make a move. If it doesn't stick, if you aren't absolutely certain, you can lose one or two positions in the blink of an eye share. Yeah, you can. And the problem right now is that everybody is dancing alone, John. Hickson, JTR, Copeland. That's the first group. JTR, Hickson, Copeland. That's the second group. Now, if the groups got together, things would get a bit more interesting. But the dancing partners aren't in the right location, and nobody wants to help anyone outside of their own team. Ten minutes have been completed. The first of two races here at Daytona International Speedway for the Edomitsu Master MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tides. The opening weekend of the 2023 season. Uh, nobody easing themselves <laughs> into this. No. It's full on straight away. 
And the top four now, as it is. Johnson's right back there. Hickson, JTR, Copeland, and then Johnson makes it two JTR cars. Now, he's just switched over to JTR this season. Ran for Spark Correct. last year. Has a new car for this season and in testing. New said, as well. Oh, it is fast. He's very happy to be with JTR and very happy to be back in this paddock. Now, John, we had a red flag in qualifying earlier, which meant that the times may not have been representative of what we should have seen. But what it more importantly means is that nobody really got the opportunity to set a second fastest lap, meaning today's race is going to be a good indicator of the grid for tomorrow. So far, our pole sitter and potentially 10 points going the way of Sam Paley and the number 28 from McCombie McAleer Racing. Other people telling me, in between the uh, sessions, they weren't going to focus on putting in a fast lap. I think some noses were growing. I think there was a bit of lying going on there. Did you find some sand at the uh, at the back of their boxes nope, as well? No, nope, no sand. Just you know, oh, Pinocchio files. Mm. Well, the top three, four have started battling, and that has allowed the rest of the field to close up. So let's just pulled away from Jared Thomas for a moment. Jared's got his hands and his mirrors full of one, two, three, four, five MX-5s because we're all the way back to to uh, Celine Roland, Sam Paley's there and Gresham Wagner not too far away either as they went across the line and the leader has been caught again. Good move down the inside by Johnson at the Western Hair oh. Horseshoe. So that's the blue car up into third position behind his team owner actually yeah uh, one thing that jared said as i asked him the question on midweek motorsport on wednesday what's it like how how do you balance racing against your customers effectively he said it's an open book everybody sees everybody else's data and if people don't want to do that don't come to my team eight cars data is open my data everybody's data you can have a look at it so they are working together and they have eight eight times the amount of data of course to look at yeah they do and that's a huge benefit also a huge benefit the two copeland cars are running around together now there are three of them in the field but two of them well up within the top five for connor zillich he's running around out by himself in the lead but his teammate celine Rolland back in sixth. It's going to be a lot harder for Celine to catch up to Connor, but the gap is shrinking as Ethan Tyler has gone off. Where is that? Uh, he's on the infield and he's dug a little bit of a hole there. It's Turn coming seven. out of the Le Mans chicane. It's been the action area for all of the IMSA series. I think he's all right. Ooh. The left hand wheels, dug, the right hand wheels dug in a little bit, but didn't flip the car over. We're staying green at the moment as Ethan gets back on the circuit. Just got a little squirrely in the middle of the chicane and then hit the exit curb way too hard. And they are huge curbs this they year, are John. This year. And it is bumpy there. Very yeah. bumpy indeed. That some, some bumps between the first apex on turning the, the left-hand curb at the very beginning and the, the first of the middle right-hand curbs. And then again from the second of the right-hand curbs to the exit curb on drivers left going back onto the speedway. Does seem to be a couple of bumps. These cars have relatively, for a race car, compliant suspension. It is very clever suspension as well. It's the Multimatic uh, DSV suspension. And this is uh, a phenomenal way to get used to how to set this clever suspension up. The cars are actually prepared, a, a wheel nuts throw down the road by 
the Fliss brothers, the Fliss Motorsport. The cars come in from Japan as standard street cars. They're stripped down. The engine's put to one side. Is on the low side. Max, Max Apalski. He's going to get a little push from Tyler Gonzalez. His teammate. Copeland and Copeland. And they're going past the JTR, the blue number 24 of Aaron Johnson. Now the uh -oh. two Copeland cars together is there. Side by side, they're both in third position at the moment. Yes. Just let me finish the prep story for the cars. The engine is taken out of the streetcar, put to one side, and sealed with a Mazda Motorsport. Uh, sealed so that nobody can tank and tinker with that. And then pretty much everything else is replaced. All the interior trims taken out, a racing seat put in. Uh, FIA standard roll cage and fire suppression system. Sadev gearbox, that trick, multimatic suspension. New wheels, race wheels and tyres. And over 250 bespoke race parts, including a brand new steering wheel, goes into these cars before they come to the track. Oh, and the stock engines put back in. So side by side for the lead. Change double wide, lead. double high. Change of lead across the line, but by turn one, a marvellous overtaking manoeuvre on the inside. Max Apolsky has led a lap but only the one lap, Zilic is straight back. Are we going to get double wide through the infield as oh. well? Are you kidding me? Apalski, for a moment, back down to fourth position. He led across the line three quarters ago. Yeah, and the problem was his teammate, uh, Tyler Gonzalez, wanted to get to the front. Max Apalski wanted to get to the front. But unfortunately, Connor Zilic and Jared Thomas, Aaron Johnson, Gresham Wagner did not want to allow that to happen. So they were uh, beaten in a majority vote and then sent back further into the pack. Now, Celine Roland is actually getting up alongside Gresham Wagner. Those two have history fighting for championships the last two years in a row. So here we are on the last lap heading to the line. No, we're not. We've only done 15 minutes of a 45-minute race. Still nearly half an hour to run in this Absolutely typical for Edemitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tyres. As soon as you start fighting, as soon as you start challenging the cars and not working together, anyone who is doing that will close up on you. The open-top nature of these cars with the uh, FIA roll cage in the wind makes them far more efficient when running in a pack than running on your own. How efficient? Let's talk about two and a half or three seconds and more is what we saw the cars, even just two cars running together rather than a singleton out there. Yep. And, and that gets multiplied here the more cars you get in the tray. The bigger hole that's punched, the more air that almost forms a vacuum effect and sucks you up to the rest of them. And all of a sudden, you guys are running lap times of, well, two minutes, eight seconds, two minutes, seven seconds. Whereas if you're solo, you're looking at 2.12. So for Ethan Tyler right now, he's trying to catch up to the rest of the field. Oh, look at this. His last lap time was a 2.14 compared to 2.09 for the group out front. 72 down on the low side. Connor Zilic, Tyler Gonzalez trying to push him forward. Oh, big oh. mistake from the leader. Jared Thomas had taken the lead, and he's now dropped five or six places, outbraked himself into turn one. A very, very uncharacteristic mistake there by last year's champion. Uh, that's put Connor Zilic back in the lead. And who's in second? That, oh. Tyler Gonzalez. And who won race number one last year? That's supposed to be Tyler Gonzalez. There we go. See, we can put it on a hockey. Yeah. Absolutely right. Tyler it Gonzalez. was just coming down across the line, 
pushed to the lead by Sam Paley. There was no touch going into turn one, just a slight, oh, slight wiggle. Maybe half a car's width too wide. Sam Paley did well to get stopped as well. They were both going much faster, I think, than they anticipated. A heck of a catch, actually, from Jared Thomas to hold on to that. Paley had a wiggle as well, and Conor Zilic, who dropped down to third position across the line, uh, was back into the lead before the exit at turn one and two. So Zilic then from Tyler Gonzalez, from Aaron Johnson. Gonzalez goes to the top of the racetrack in the 51 Copeland Motorsport car. Here comes the blue number 24 of Johnson. Whoa. He's going to push him to the lead. This is coming out of Speedway turn two down in the heavy braking area at the Le Mans chicane. Here comes Sam Paley wow. as well. He's getting a big aerodynamic push from, is that uh, the 87, Celine Roland behind him? No, no it's not. That's Max Zapalski. It's Max Zapalski in the green and black car. Oh, more contact going onto the banking. Guys, you need to be a little bit careful about that. Race control will start to pay attention. Zapalski, Zapalski in the black and green car. Into the back of Peely. Oh, nice move by Johnson. And they've put the 51 of Tyler Gonzalez. They've put him on the clothesline. He oh. is hung out to dry and goes from fourth back to fifth position. I don't like how much this pushing I'm seeing. This is a lot of pushing here, and I wonder if the 24 of Aaron Johnson pulled up to the high side there to get away from that. Remember, there's 25 minutes still to go, and a oh. huge mistake from Max Opalski. He'll do well to get that car back on. He does on and off the brakes there to get the front BF Goodrich to bite. Really nice bit of driving, ultimately, from the Copeland Motorsports driver. This is not a region of the track that Max Pelsky's used to being in. His best finish last year was eighth, which he replicated on two occasions. The first of which being here at Daytona International Speedway for the first race of the season. This is brand new and exciting for Max. I think he might still be a little bit uh, too wound up about having clear track in front of him. Not sure why Johnson pulled out of that whilst he was leading. Maybe he didn't like the contact from behind. Paley and Apolsky. Apolsky into the back of Paley, just in the braking area. And I, right, okay, I, I think Apolsky there was actually very gentlemanly because I think he was avoiding the back of Sam Paley and overbraked himself there, slightly locking up the front end of the car. Uh, we are coming down to a couple of minutes away from half distance and still Sam Paley on lap four has the fastest lap. Tyler Gonzalez is back underneath, down to the yellow line in the black car with the orange graphics. Third place for him now as he's gone past the dark blue car of Aaron Johnson. In the lead, Sam Paley in the matte red car with Max Opalski trying to get back to second. Currently, still Conor Zilic. Conor Zilic has been there or thereabouts and seems to be able to make time even when he's on his own. Yeah, and that's why he did so well in the championship last year, John, coming away with four wins for Hicks and Motorsports, second in the championship, and Rookie of the Year honours going to Conor Zilic. As I said, he's only got four weekends this year to impress us, so he's doing the most to do that. But who's lingering in the back of all of our shots now? Oh, yes, that would be 2021 champion Gresham Wagner. He's worked his way back up. Well, we have in sixth place, 2022 champion Jared Thomas. In seventh place, uh, Gresham Wagner. Well, of course, that'll all change by the time they go across the line. Yep. Paley still leads. Here comes Zilich in second in the green and black Hicks in number 72. Huge audience here at the track early on in the 
week for the running of the 61st Rolex 24 hours of Daytona. Everybody is trackside. This is Mazda MX-5 Cup. Edemitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup racing at its very best. Hello to you around the world, whether you're watching on racer.com, imza.tv, or via the live video tab at imzaradio.com. Late in the evening across in Europe, but a huge audience. Our Twitter feed, I can't keep up with it. Some people coming to this for the first time. Many of you are veterans of the last couple of seasons. And this is at its very best, exactly as advertised. Pirli Zilic, Gonzalez. It's Pirli Zilic, uh, Johnson now. Gresham Wagner has moved up ahead of Jared Thomas. Fastest lap of his race for Gresham Wagner. A 2.07.682 last time. I don't normally go to three. That's because... <laughs> Three decimal places, that's because the fastest lap of the race is a 6.47. So Gresham Wagner has got pace. Here comes the battle for the lead into that's the Shaquille again. Gonzalez pulled out. Tried to get a little bit of a push from Gresham Wagner in behind him. So the black number 51 in third in the leading group. The black with the orange hood and boot lid. Oh, nice move by Connor Zilic. He goes to the high side. Gonzalez and Wagner follow. Now Sam Peely's got to get on that orange boot lid to try and stay with these leading trio and he hasn't been able to do it. He might get eaten up here. He has Ooh. been eaten up here. Peely lost, what, five places there? Six places. Our, our teams right now, John. Hickson leading the way. Copeland in second. Spark in third. MMR in fourth. JTR in fifth and sixth. And then, all of a sudden, we find Sam Paley back again with MMR. It's an interesting mix of cars and teams, and nobody's helping each other except the two JTR cars. And I'm looking further back to see jean Jodouin, Thomas Annunziata, one of our scholarship shootout winners. He's in ninth position, the top ten made up by Max Apalski, he's dropped back uh, Annunziata by the way also the best of the rookies having got ahead, picked his way through, it's been a very sensible race by Annunziata picked his way past uh, three or four cars and Bruno Smilevski second in the rookies, Jeremy Fletcher in third in 14th position they're just a little ways back from the battle at the front of the field but not a million miles if this a big fight that's going to come back to them. They're in the third group. This first group is completely together now. Six cars line astern with the seventh lingering just behind in the form of Celine Roland. So it really could all turn around very quickly here, particularly if one car gets too much of a wiggle. They have stopped with the sustained yeah. contact, though. I've noticed that. I wonder, actually, if the... the the teams have been talking to their yep. drivers. They do have pits-to-car communication. Two radio channels per car. That's the limit. So you can talk to your car, and perhaps you can have a spotter up on the roof. That's the other option, the pit lane or the roof. Not car-to-car. -car. The only communication there is old-fashioned. Waving the hand signals. Yes, hand gesticulations, preferably of the kind variety. Yes, follow me. We don't want any kind of international sign language. No, indeed. That old your number one with me. No, let's, uh, let's not have that. Top three, once again on the banking, heading back towards us. Beautiful golden glow evening 
Sunset Light at Daytona International Speedway. Big crowd on hand, warm temperatures, dry track. And Ida Mitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tyres going into its last 20 minutes of the first race of the season. What else could you want on a Thursday afternoon into evening? Brilliant stuff to start the competitive part of the Rolex 24 hours week side by side down at the International Horseshoe the dark blue car on the inside is Aaron Johnson the 24 has just gone by Gresham Wagner former series champion in 2021 third last year as well so still a guy who knows how to pedal a car really well $250,000 for the champion and points being all the way down to 10th in the championship new for this year points for every uh, payment and money. cash money dollars for every race and I guarantee you John that's all these guys are thinking about right now $6,000 for finishing first that buys a really nice dinner across the street oh yes it would and to be honest the crews have earned that loading oh, yeah. in yesterday morning getting the cars ready to go out on track the boys and girls the men and women behind this series worked so hard to put these cars out they deserve the praise as well Connor Zilich has just put his fastest lap in at the head of the field, 2.08.378. He's being pushed to an even better time here by Tyler Gonzalez. That's sustained contact, though, John. Race control will look at that. On the straight, I don't think they'll take such a dim view of it as right through the middle of the high banks. Uh, 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 listen, it's, it, that's me saying that. Here comes Gresham Wagner. Got a good run out of the Le Mans chicane. Into Speedway 3 and 4. The top three are broken away by maybe three or four cars' lengths as they head down. Interesting to see the lines being taken here. We saw a little bit of gamesmanship in the qualifying with teams sitting out maybe three or four cars in a line and sitting all the way up at the top of the banking but not at speed. Oh, did something come off Wagner's car there? It or is it just like a it. trick of the light as they come through underneath? Our fifth floor commentary box here at Daytona International Speedway. Round the outside, Buffalo Gals, the number five. Gresham Wagner unable to get to the lead. He'll be hung out to dry on the right-hand side, and he'll drop a couple of places at least. But he's got the inside line to the International Horseshoe. No, Tyler Gonzalez fills that. Gonzalez is up to second again. Johnson down to third. Oh, Johnson sticking it out on the grass, trying to make the pass on Gonzalez when behind him there's two cars wide as well as Jared Thomas had company. This is getting Sam busy. Sam Paley. Sam Paley's right there. That's the two red cars oh, at, of course. at the back. Sam, stop Sam changing your car color. Yeah. 96, it has the bright yellow roll hoop, and Sam Paley has the grey colored roll hoop. And there. If, if you look very carefully, Sam Paley's is a shiny red, whereas the uh, 30 the uh, 96 has the satin finish there was definitely some debris off the leading three cars I thought it was off Gresham Wagner's car yep. but I think it was from one of the two cars ahead I was it a windscreen strip or something from the back of the windshield it could have been a uh, bar cover like padding ah, that goes yes. on the roll bar that would have buffeted loose because of course when you're going this quickly everything comes loose from Tyler Gonzalez I'm told from our eagle-eyed colleagues ah. it's NASCAR Productions who provide us with the excellent coverage of Edemitsu Master MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tyres thank you Keith they are all watching this I'll tell you that now up in Charlotte 
They are enjoying this as much as we are here at Daytona International Speedway. And hello, I'm not going to name drop on this, but we have a Le Mans winner. We have an Indy 500 winner. We have an IndyCar champion. We have several IMSA champions all tuned in to watch this race, waiting for what's going to happen in the next 15 minutes because nobody knows. No one knows. No one knows. It is dinner time. It's meal time here at Daytona International Speedway for the WeatherTech drivers as Zilich is down the inside again of Tyler Gonzalez into turn one. He's very late on the brakes, but Gonzalez tries to go even deeper. He's not going to outbreak Connor Zilich in the green and black number 72 there. Here comes the 96. That's the, the flat red, the satin red car of last year's champion. It is dinner time now for the WeatherTech uh, drivers and teams. I will guarantee you that they are all staring at screens at the moment and not eating. Missing their mouths with their forks Ooh. because they're so interested in the racing. Not the preferred line. John Joe Duane, I think it was. 39 car. Yep. As he just runs a bit wide through the Le Mans chicane and a bit wide, <laughs> nearly kissing the tires. But I, I have seen more direct lines through that chicane. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. John will not be happy with that. Yeah. And now, Wow. Goes for the wild ride across the grass. Keeps Didn't his know, foot down. Yeah, kept his foot in, if in doubt, flat out. <laughs> Didn't know that Mazda made uh, lawn care products. Ah, BF Goodrich tyres, they're great for off-roading. Oh, yes, always. Yep. Very good yep. point. At the front of the field, then, Connor Zilic is ahead of the 51. The black car is in second. That is Tyler Gonzalez. Then a little gap. What, two, three, four cars lengths now. Back to Aaron Johnson. In, that is a dark blue car in third. In fourth. Fourth is Gresham Wagner and Jared Thomas in the red car with the yellow roll hoop. That's the fifth place machine. And they're getting a great run together. And oh, huge sideways moment for Johnson. Now, can he get it slowed down? He might take the lead here. He's side by side with Zillage. Zillage is on the grass, almost on the white paint of the Le Mans logo through the Le Mans chicane. Johnson with a huge push from Wagner and Thomas, who's trying to get up onto the, uh, onto the back of the leaders and hasn't been able to do that. But what a piece of car control from Aaron Johnson as he had to get the car stopped somehow. Brilliant driving as well by Connor Zilic to give him room on the inside. And somehow there was no contact through the chicane. Marvellous stuff from all the drivers. And the three guys who were completely out of control with their cars somehow wound up in this lead pack as Johnson's rear was stepping out all over the place. He finally got it slowed down, and then Zilich goes through and thinks, oh, I'm safe. Oh, nope, too much curb on the inside with the right rear. He's sideways coming out of there, too. Aggression Wagner made up a position or two as well as the black car of Tyler Hanath, uh, Gonzalez decided, I think discretion was the better part of Valor at that point, he didn't want yeah. to get caught up with anybody else's uh, battle he's dropped back a couple of places this lead, what is it, half dozen now have uh, got around about three and a half seconds to the next five cars now at the moment it looks like there's a little bit of a gap between the two pairs of three there but Wagner battling with the blue car, the dark blue car of Aaron Johnson, the number 24, that will slow them down. Here comes Sam Paley. Behind him is the black car of Gonzalez. And then Jared Thomas in good shape here, last year's champion. Then look back behind them. It is Celine Roland in the 87. That's the multicolored car. Up on the high banks with the sun setting behind turn one. Gorgeous, gorgeous images for Mazda MX-5 Cup round one for 2023. Zilic from pole position has led the most laps 
to this point, and I don't think will anybody will not be beat. No, I do not think he can be overhauled. That second group getting a bit feisty as well. They need to stop fighting. If they could just get in behind each other and let Celine Roland pull them to the leaders, we could have a 12, 11 or 12 car battle for the lead. Bruno Smolewski, the rookie in the number 85. He's going really well in his first series in the big show shit. Yeah, he is. He's made a couple of starts last year, but this is a full season effort for Bruno coming in from Brazilian karting, but he's also done some endurance racing. So for that young man, this is a big stage. He's performing very well. Two, two by two. And once again, we see, we've seen this a lot. Look at the door mirrors on Jared Thomas. <laughs> not actually looking behind him on the right hand side there you can see the bright uh, yellow cover on the door mirror it's, it's pointing skywards so he can't see anything neither can Aaron Johnson can't quite reach over and push it back from the driver's seat because you're so well strapped in if it's on the driver's side the left hand side it's fine you can stick your hand through the net and knock it back out again I tell you what I, I think the closing I think the pack is closing in it's a uh, Bruno Smolewski, who's come to the fore, did a couple of races last year, as Shea said, only a couple of races because he wanted to preserve his rookie status for this season and put himself in with a chance of the $80,000 rookie prize fund at the end of the season. And remember, whether you're a rookie or a veteran, everyone in the top 10 will get paid at each race. Yes, and at the end of season, if you are fighting for Rookie of the Year and the championship, like we saw last year for Connor Zilich, whichever monetary payout is greater yeah. is the one you receive. Yeah, that's fair. I like that. For Gresham Wagner, this is a very interesting race. He's about to be passed by Aaron Johnson for the lead, but Gresham's worst race on the track where he finished last year was the first one at Daytona. He's ah. looking to put that behind him. This is just extraordinary, isn't it? It really is that every every run to every corner to every breaking point is as if they were coming to the last checkered flag of the season. This is what we got used to last year. We got halfway through the season, it seemed, and I think the uh, total gaps between first and second in all the races were something like two and a half seconds. We had yes. some ridiculously close finishes last year, and it looks like 2023 for the Edomitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup is going to be exactly the same. The lights beginning to take effect around Daytona. The headlights on the cars are on, and the top group is still together. One, two, three, four, five cars across the stripe on the tri-oval with still eight minutes to go here. That's four, maybe five laps. But here comes the second group. We are going to get that 10-car, 11-car oh, train gosh. right out in the middle of the road for... Thomas Annunziata, one of the rookies. The rookies are not overawed by what's going on. And a spin oh, for Alex the number Bichura. 33. Bashura had been gently working his way through. We've seen Alex fight his way through the field. A very good racer. Just needs to qualify a little better. Now, that was down at uh, turn one. Needs to get that car restarted. We're staying green at the moment with seven and a half minutes to go. Now, the spotters... And the teams will be saying that there's an incident down at turn one. But Chura might have got a little bit of help. Did oh. get a little bit of help. So who was that? Is that Nate Cicero that was right behind him? I it, think so. That, well, that might be looked at. 
We're still under green, and I, I think he's got going again. Yeah, I don't see him down there anymore. In the gathering, gathering twilight, we might be officially in the gloaming right now. Top three, then a little gap to Tyler Gonzalez. It's Johnson, Aaron Johnson leaving. We could quite easily have 10 or 11 cars back to Glenn McGee in 11th position across the line. That could all come back together very quickly. Certainly the top 10 with the battle for the rookie win in there as well. Smolevsky in 8th position and Anunziata in 10th place at the moment. But that could all change, probably will all change. Here they come out of NASCAR turn four once again, hugging that low double stripe line, trying to make sure that nobody comes around the bottom side and maybe trying to make sure that people don't get as much of a draft. Gonzalez getting a big push from Gresham Wagner and here comes the second group. 85 coming through is Bruno Smolesky. That's the Brazilian flag-coloured car. He drops to the inside. No, now he goes to the outside. He's a rookie, remember. This is his first full season of racing in this championship. First and he's time right here. There. First time at Daytona, correct? These cars weren't part of the Raw before the Rolex 24 last weekend. They have had a couple of free practice sessions and qualifying. Just a 15-minute qualifying uh, earlier on today. That's new for 2023. Wagner pulls out of the way. He doesn't want to lead. I don't think he wants to lead. Did he let Gonzalez go through there? No. I'm not sure. Surely not. That incident with the 83. Alex Batura at 83. It was Nate Cicero. My old eyes did not deceive me. He's going to be reviewed post-race. Off onto the dirt for Thomas Annunciata in the mainly red MX-5. And it has happened here, the top 10. Let's make that almost the top 11 because Glenn McGee, with the iRacing logo on his bonnet, accomplished sim racer, he's nearly there. He's nearly there. He'll just be starting to get the benefit of the draft, particularly when they're double wide, double deep in front of him. And who wants to win more at Daytona International Speedway than a Floridian? Answer, no one. That's why Tyler Gonzalez is pushing so hard. That's why Glenn McGee is pushing pushing so hard and that's why well to be honest a third of the field are pushing so hard well Glenn McGee at the moment is the unlucky driver who doesn't get a thousand dollars for his finish he's in 11th at the moment so there is some incentive for him to move forward even one or two positions not just for the points for the championship but real money. cash money absolutely what have we got left? Four and a half minutes. We're lapping in two or nine. So, so we will we will three get three laps. I think three laps at the end of this one. This Let's one, see. two more. Depends when they come across the line. It yep. might be two more. It might be three more at the end of this one. Cross the line now. And that is the 24 of Aaron Johnson dropping back to the back of this pack. He doesn't want to be up at the front right now while they're jostling. Sam comes from a long way back around the outside in the bright, shiny red car. Right up alongside the rookie leader, 85 of Bruno Smolevsky. Where did he come from? Smolevsky's worked his way. He was at the front of the second group. He worked his way to the front of that group. And as soon as he got latched onto the lead group, he made up a two or three place, places, and he's now battling for a finish. White flag next time by is the call from race control. Okay. Uh, thank you to the series for letting us know that. So wow. it means we've got about six more miles of this. 
and then we do it all again tomorrow. I feel like we have been watching the same pictures since the drop of the green flag, and I mean that in the best possible way. It's like we've put this on repeat. It's Gonzalez now at the head of the field as they come round onto the high banks. Here comes Glenn McGee. He noses in front of Max Opalski in that iRacing livery car, and that gives him $1,000 where he stands at. We've got a flash. Someone's got a flash button. Yep. Who, who's programmed the button for multi-flash? That's the pilot, Celine Rolland, of course. <laughs> 87 car. Top three together. Uh, indicated going on that, Celine Roland's car. He's that trying was, to confuse everybody. I think he must have just knocked that as he was coming on to the high banks. No. It will be white flag next time around. Now, do you want to lead? Uh, tradition would say, and experience would say here, that you need to be in about seventh or eighth position going I, on to the coming out of the Le Mans chicane on the last lap. I want to be Sam Paley or Aaron Johnson right now because they are a little bit further back to avoid the Jared momentum. Thomas, we know his car's really good. It is. In, in the draft, there goes the rookie leader. Bruno goes to the high side. Smolevsky is challenging for the lead. He might get a push here. Two sets of Three and four cousins. He's leading. The rookie leads into the last lap. He's heating up his front discs. Get hugely sideways. If he pulls this one off, it's an absolute corker. Smashing manoeuvre by Smolevsky to take the lead as we go on to the last lap. But who's in second? Sam Paley. And who needs to win this race and tomorrow's race to continue going in the season? Sam Paley. He's going to do whatever it takes to try and get to the checkered flag first. That would give him $12,000 if he... Won both of the races this weekend, and Sam at the moment has only got the budget for this weekend. Aaron Johnson is alongside as they go down to the West Horseshoe. These guys battling, letting Smolenevsky get away. This could be an awesome debut, a full season debut for the Brazilian. None of the top three have ever won a race in this championship. <laughs> the four behind them know very well how to get it done. We we had a ser two series champions on the grass there, Tyler Gonzalez gets a good run onto the banking in fourth position this is not over yet ladies and gentlemen, Smolevsky is caught now the top three are together do you make the move now and try and hold no. on to the line Where? No. where's Jared Thomas Jared Thomas went across the line in eighth position He's not quite with the leaders as yet. Here's Gonzalez working with Zilich. They're trying to pass everyone going into the Lamont. Chicane can't get it done. That's helped the leader. The Brazilian flag car in the lead. Here's Gonzalez. Goes to the outside really early. He's with Paley. He's pushed Paley now towards the leader. Paley goes to the low side. Oh, a little bit of inexperience there by Smolevsky. Should have been down on the yellow lines and made yep. them go over the top. Now he needs to drop in to the back of Zilic, which he does. But look at the cars coming behind. Here's Jansson being pushed by Gresham Wagner. Coming through. I think it's too late. I think it's too late. It's going to be Paley. I Paley think it's to the Sam line. Paley. Sam Paley, he's Gonzalez. Nope. It's going to be a dead heat. Gonzalez goes to the line. Was it Gonzalez? It was, was Gonzalez. It, Zilich? it was Gonzalez. Zilich comes through to second. And in third, Aaron Johnson. Gresham Wagner in fourth. Amazing run to the line. That's Sam extraordinary stuff. Sam Paley in third, John. Sam Paley was scored in third. Oh. Aaron Johnson fourth. Gresham Wagner fifth. Bruno Smoleski 
in sixth. The, the Leeds 2 is where some of the battle is. Wagner goes below the two yellow lines to try and make through. Look at how tight the top three are. There's not half a MX5 between the top three. Not half a tenth of a second between the top three. A tenth of a second between the top four. One and a half tenths between the top five. Gonzalez, Zilic, Sam Pearley, Aaron Johnson just off the podium in fourth from Gresham Wagner in fifth. Bruno Smolewski, who led the first, the final lap, going into the final lap, is the best of the rookies in sixth ahead of Celine Roland, T Thomas Annunziata. Inside the top ten at eight is the second rookie. Then Jared Thomas gets his defence of the championship underway with a solid ninth position from Glenn McGee in tenth position. He's the last driver who gets the thousand dollars. Max Opalski in eleventh position. It looked for all the world as though Sam Paley had done enough. Tyler Gonzalez times his dive to the top of the track perfectly and right on the top side. Connor Zilic coming through to just nip through into second place. Unbelievable. Gonzalez wins it from Zilic on the high side and the car that I thought was going to win ends up on the third step of the box. Same, John, same. And this is the second consecutive year that Tyler Gonzalez has come into Daytona International Speedway with Copeland Motorsports and taken away the first prize. So we will have the top three to the podium being the 51, Tyler Gonzalez, Copeland Motorsport from Hickson's Connor Zilic, then Sam Pearley in third position. Also to go to the podium will be the... Heather Hadley. Heather Hadley, yes, Heather Hadley because she's the best place female driver. There were two females, so she gets $1,000 as well. Do you remember a crazy finish at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta in 2011? Uh, sorry, 2021. That was also 0.015 of a second across the line. And this ties for the series fourth closest finish in history. <laughs> so that, that isn't even in the top three of closest nope. finishes on time. Come on, guys. Let's do a little bit better oh, tomorrow. Come on. Slacking off, guys. Well, there we are then. Tyler Gonzalez opens up for Copeland Motorsport in the black car with the orange decals. Uh, and Tyler from Orlando, Florida, just down the road. What a way to get his 2023 EMA2 Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tires underway. He'll get the $6,000 for the race win. He'll get the top points finishing. I'm pretty certain that Connor Zilic will get the extra points for leading the most lap. And, and he was the uh, he was the pole sitter. And Sam Pearley gets the extra points for the fastest lap. Back on lap four, he's two minutes 07.647 was not beaten throughout the race. And I believe that's good enough for pole position for tomorrow's race as well. So that's 10 more bonus points. Connor Zilic had the fastest sector one time. It was uh, Thomas Annunziata who had the fastest sector two time. And another rookie, Jeremy Fletcher, who had the fastest sector three time. It's not that easy to do the roof stand when your car only has an FIA approved safety cage. Tyler Gonzalez takes the victory in race one. And we do it all again tomorrow. What a great start to the 2023 Edomitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich Tyres.
The man from Florida takes the first of two Florida races this weekend. Gonzalez from Paulson Azilic and Sam Pearley in third in a blanket finish that was under half a tenth of the second for the whole three podium finishes. What a race. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.